Sit Still with Sierra is all about helping you, the listener, become a more introspective, self-aware version of you. I'm your host, Sierra Lyons, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. What's going on, you guys? What is up? How are you doing? It has been um, a few weeks since I have last talked to you. I kind of feel like I'm Dora the Explorer because I can't actually hear your responses, but hopefully (laughs) you're doing good. I did take a little bit of a break in between episode 20 and this episode, so if you're wondering kind of what happened with the schedule and things like that, I just took a much-needed break, and I will definitely talk about that in this episode. But, however, if you did miss um, episode 20, you definitely need to go back and listen to it. I actually had a couple guests on from Becoming Her podcast, the host of Becoming Her, Destiny and Aishia. They're so awesome. And we talked about applying the five love languages to yourself in the spirit of love and Valentine's Day for the February, you know, um, month in the Valentine's Day season. So definitely make sure you go back and listen to that. It's not, you know, just applicable during Valentine's Day, but it's applicable at all times of the year. So make sure you go check that out. And although I did not have an episode last week, um, because we are a bi-weekly podcast, I actually collabed on their podcast. So you kind of get a, uh, you know, a double treat this week. You get um, episode from them featuring me and you get this episode right now. So if you aren't, you know, following them on social media, or if you are unaware aware of their name it is called becoming her h-e-r podcast and yeah the their latest episode that's out right now i am on there we're talking about um defining beauty as black women and just kind of talking about you know social constructs and things of that nature that impact our definition and our worldview of beauty so definitely go support them i had a really great time recording that episode with them and they're awesome and go check out episode 20 of the podcast if you missed it So without further ado, I want to get into the topic of discussion for this episode, which again, if you read the title or if you heard the title, um, we are talking about knowing your limit. Um, And I kind of talked about setting boundaries um, a few months ago in a different episode, but this is a little bit different. Um, I kind of just want to give a little bit of of a life update and kind of just sharing my you know, personal anecdotes on what's going on in my life currently and just some realizations that I've had um, since the start of this year and just, you know, as I am very, very, very close to finishing my collegiate experience, I graduate in the summer. I'm very excited. I have all the emotions. So I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm, you know, ready to celebrate, a little scared, like all the emotions bottled into one. That's how I'm feeling about graduation um, coming up this summer, but I've had so many epiphanies and so many realizations just in the past, you know, three months of the year alone. And so that's really what this episode is about. And this is what I really want to talk about. I actually posted, um, you know, on my personal Instagram account on my story is where I kind of try and really engage with my followers and try and engage with my friends on there. And so I just shared, you know, a little bit, um, a little bit talking about my work ethic speaking for itself and talking about rest being a gift and talking about um you know properly taking care of yourself and all those things and so a lot of people actually ended up messaging me um like swiped up on my instagram story and kind of you know were saying they were feeling the same thing 
or that I was perfectly articulating what they were feeling. And so I thought this would, and someone even told me to do an episode on this, um, and I was planning on it anyway, but yeah, I definitely agree. This is definitely something that I wanted to talk about in more detail. And so obviously I'm gonna use my platform of my podcast to talk about it. So if you're not following the podcast on social media, you can follow on Instagram and Facebook at sit still with Sierra and if you want to follow my personal Instagram account as well that is at Sierra underscore Elizabeth with an S underscore so Sierra underscore Elizabeth underscore I don't really know why I made it that long but here we are that's what it is so yeah you can continue the conversation from this week's episode on the social media accounts and you can just kind of become a part of the community online um, on social media and so Let me just backtrack and let me just paint a picture for you, kind of what's going on in my world right now. So, like I said, I graduate this summer. I'm taking five classes this semester, which I did five the previous semester as well. Um, But these are like the most difficult classes that my program offers this semester that I'm taking. Taking five classes as well as freelancing. I am a journalist. Um, The awesome part about Um, my career choice is that I don't have to wait until I graduate to be considered a journalist. I already am a journalist. I'm a multimedia journalist and I freelance for various publications and so I'm very grateful for the opportunities that I've had this year. Um, I have a couple pieces in Teen Vogue. I was in Newsweek. I am still um, a writer and interviewer for Black Girl Nerds where I interview um, TV and film actors and actresses. I I have a piece coming out. Um, I don't know if I can say it right now so I'm not going to say it in case it's not out yet but I have another piece coming out, two more pieces coming out. Three more, okay. I have three more pieces coming out in like the next uh, month or so. And so I'm really grateful to be able to freelance and do all of that, make money, and work in my field and really get my foot in the door ready with a lot of publications and editors, but it is very time consuming. It is a lot of work, especially for the more lengthy, investigative, long form um, pieces. But yeah, so that's kind of my world right now. And I am trying to maintain my, my GPA, Um, and get those good grades and finish strong. Uh, But senioritis has definitely hit. I will not lie to you. (laughs) If you know me, you know I have very, very strong opinions on school already. So take my strong opinions and add senioritis to the mix and you are in for for a treat. So the past couple months have been very, very jam-packed very busy, lots of assignments, lots of projects. I'm working on a documentary right now. Um, I'm doing a lot of stuff and I am grateful again for all the opportunities that I've had. This is what I prayed for you now. I prayed to have, you know, the opportunity to work in my field and do what I love. So I'm completely grateful for that. But um, I'm learning that it is a dance and you have to find a balance in it all. And so I actually, at the beginning of the year, if you are aware of what took place at the Capitol building on January 6th, if you're not aware, then that's a different conversation. But so the insurrection that took place at the Capitol on January 6th, um, obviously there's still a lot of heavy reporting going on covering that. But at the beginning of the year when it first took place, I actually wrote an op-ed for the Tallahassee Democrat, which is Florida's capital, obviously Tallahassee, that is the city's newspaper. And I was so grateful to be in the print um, edition of their newspaper. My Literally my first day back in the city, I was, um, <laughs> first 24 hours back in the city, I was in the print and online um, edition of their newspaper. But basically I talked about um, black journalists not being machines and black journalists um, 
needing to tell the whole truth and paint the whole picture. And so let me give you some backstory on that and why this ties in with what what I want to talk about. Um, so as a journalist, just as a human being in general, it can be very, very um, straining, uh, exhausting to, you know, constantly be looking at the news, to constantly be aware of what's going on locally, nationally, globally, and to just be aware. But I think it's very important to be aware. I think it's very important to not be ignorant to what's going on. And so as a journalist, that requirement is even bigger, you know, to stay up to date with current times and with current events and news and things like that. But it can also be very straining to constantly see the news. And so take that and then add on to the fact that a lot of things that are currently happening in our social climate um, really impacts minority individuals. I am a black woman. I'm a double minority in that sense. And so a lot of things that are um, that are happening in regards to race and just social justice in that regard impacts my life because I'm a black individual. And so it can be straining as a journalist to have to read that, but it's even more straining and exhausting as a black person to read the news or report the news and realize that these are real life events that impacts my community, that could impact me, that could impact people that look like my family members. And so it can just be very overwhelming at times. And so basically when I was reporting about the insurrection that took place at the Capitol, I was basically saying how, um, you know, this this is not just a isolated event. This could happen again. And you know, someone um, someone that was a mentor in my life for a while, uh, a pastor in my life. He actually, you know, he tweeted and posted, and I completely agree with what he said. He was talking about, you know, they if they're capable of doing that at the Capitol, they're totally capable of doing that to communities and to individuals that they deem as a threat, I, you know, for example, black people. And so it's very draining and it's very sometimes scary, just quite honestly, to read the news and report the news and realize that this does not just impact me as a journalist, it impacts me as a human being in general. Um, and so I wrote about how we're not machines um, and how, you know, just producing, producing, producing and realizing that we still have emotions and feelings and you should be moved by the news because it's typically not happy things that are being reported in the news, but it should move you. But at the same time, we shouldn't, I feel like the culture of journalism needs to change to be um, more to be more humane because we are humans and we do have our limits and I can't imagine being in a field for 20 years reporting on you know, very tragic events and having to be like a robot where you just don't have emotions, you just report it and you act like it doesn't impact you. So that was the premise of my op-ed that was in the Tallahassee Democrat. And this definitely ties into this episode of Knowing Your Limit because I, after that op-ed, I was thinking about um, one of the things that I wrote in the op-ed, I said is, I'm a, we're humans, not a machine. Like we're not just supposed to produce, 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 robot, 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 android, 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 we're humans. And so that's actually my bi in my bio for my Instagram account now. It says, I'm a human, not a machine. And I was, you know, I'm super excited to have the opportunities I've had in the past year with internships I've had and with work that I've done. But I was realizing that I was just like, literally like pumping out work, um, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, just pumping, 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 and not giving myself the proper rest and not um, respecting my own boundaries and not respecting my own physical limitations. And so that is what I want to talk about because I feel like there are so many cliches in our culture and our society about how we should just grind, how we should just work, how we should sleep when we're dead. I hate, I hate that uh, mentality, the you can sleep when you're dead or 
just because you're young, you know, you can bounce back easily. Every single human being needs rest and every single human being has their own physical limitations. We are not immortal. We are not uh, superhuman. We are not gods. We are human beings that have limits and that get exhausted and that have our own boundaries. Um, your body will, like, if you don't respect that, your body will eventually, like, tell you Hopefully not in a super scary way, but your body can shut down if you push it too far. And so I don't want to get to the place where I push my body too far, um, but I do feel like in this season I have pushed myself a little too hard and I'm learning to respect my boundaries um, again and be more be more aware of what my boundaries are and what my limitations are and really exercising that no muscle that I have of saying no to things. Um, I mentioned this in a previous episode called Just Say No. I'm really good at saying no. Um, if I don't feel that I need to do something or want to do something, saying no is absolutely not a problem to me. If that is a problem for you, you should definitely go back and listen to that episode because I give like practical tips to getting better at saying no. But the issue that I have run into during this season in my life is that um, there are things that I just absolutely have to do. I can't say no to, I can't say no to my five classes. I, I got to take classes in order to graduate. I can't say I could say no to freelancing. I could, let me be honest. I could say no, but, um, I do need money. So in a way I can't say no. Um, and I do, I do want the experience. Um, and so there's just a lot that's happening in my life right now. I'm in a really big transition. Um, period of about to graduate and I don't really know where I'm going to live after I graduate and I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm trusting God through it all but I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not afraid somewhat of what the future holds but I've really been pushing myself in this season and I have really seen the negative side effects of doing so I have definitely seen how my body is just like okay we are overworked like we're about to shut down if you don't start taking care of us a little bit better and so i really want to attack some of these cliches that we have in our culture and tell you why they're wrong and tell you why your work ethic and i'm telling myself this this is not i never want my podcast to come off like oh i'm just preaching to you all and i'm so perfect and i have a perfect life and then no i'm about to give you a rundown of how the past couple weeks of my life have been and you're gonna be like wow okay um, so I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to whoever is listening on the other side um, of this conversation, but I really think that it's important to attack these cliches and tell you why rest is a gift. It's a gift from God. It's very actually, it's, it's laid out pretty clear in the Bible. If you don't believe in the Bible or if you are not a follower of Christ, rest is still a gift. Um, that doesn't matter what you believe, rest is a gift. Um, and so... I just want to start with the you can sleep when you're dead mentality. Let me talk about the need for sleep, the need for proper eight hours. Everyone's body is different, so I'm not going to say definitively you need eight hours. Some people can run off six hours of sleep and feel great. Some people need eight or nine hours. Basically, you know what you need, and this whole you can sleep when you're dead mentality uh, might contribute to you being dead sooner. Let, let me just be honest. No, you can. like. If you do not give your body proper rest, there are so many other health issues that come with it. So many other health issues. And yes, those are extreme cases of not getting sleep, but it is important for you to get sleep. And I don't want to, I'm not trying to speed up the death process here. Like, I want to live a nice full life and I don't want to just live 
life for a long time. I want to live it abundantly. I want to be healthy. I want to be whole. And so this whole just just go out one more time or just hang out with us or just stay out at this place or da 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 da. You can sleep on your dad. Okay. <laughs> if you know that you are exhausted, if you know that you have an agenda for the next day where you're going to need to be alert and focused and awake and and vibrant, then please do not fall into this whole you can sleep in your dad mentality. Please don't. Another thing that I want to say is that just because you're young, that does not mean that you don't need rest. I used to think that when I was like 17. I remember like on the weekend and hang out with my friends. We'd do all sorts of random things and I'd be like, woohoo, I'd get home late and uh, um, I, you know, back then it was easier to bounce back, you know, and now I'm almost 22 and I feel like I'm 60 sometimes because I really, really, it's just not for me. I can I can stay up late, but it is rough the next day. Let me tell you, I don't bounce back as easily. So just because you're young does not mean that you don't need rest. There is nothing that really, I mean, show me scientific evidence if you have it, but I'm not aware that there is scientific evidence that the, you know, if you're young, you don't need rest. I, you, you need your rest. You need your sleep. So that is something that I'm really trying to, really trying to resolidify is my morning and my night routine. Your morning and your night, oh man, they are so crucial to setting up how the rest of your day or how your day went. And it's cyclical because if you don't go to bed on time, then you're not going to want to wake up early. And if you don't want to wake up early, that means you might sleep in. And if you sleep, this is like if you give a mouse a cookie. And if you sleep in too late, then you're going to get a late start to your day. And if you get a late start to your day, then you're probably not going to get everything done that you need to do. And if you don't get everything done that you need to do, then you're probably going to stay up late to get it done. And then it's going to start all over, all over again. And so the point that I'm making is that I really like I know what I need to do for myself personally and that is to reestablish or establish because I'm not even sure I ever really had a like uh, a very um, set in stone morning and night routine but I really need to do that because I know that that will help me immensely. Um, I stay up too late. I gotta stop watching Netflix. I gotta stop being on my phone. I gotta, I have to stop doing these things. And I think saying this on the podcast holds me accountable because then people will hear me say it. And then if they ask about it, I don't wanna be the person who's like, oh no, I didn't actually do it. So this will actually hold me accountable to do it, but I really need to reestablish or establish my night and morning routines. I need to eat three times a day. If you know me, you know that I love, I love food and I love eating. It is, it is the highlight. Usually, it usually is the highlight of my day. Past few weeks, it has not been. I have many days I've gone only eating once a day, or I won't eat anything until really late in the evening time, or I will just forget to eat. I, I haven't eaten breakfast in like two weeks, over two weeks probably. I haven't eaten breakfast because I don't wanna I don't want to get up to eat breakfast because I stayed up too late working and so then it's just a mess. I leave out the door like like a chicken with my head cut off getting out the door to either go to school or to do something that I got to do and then I'm hungry and then I'm cranky because I'm hungry and it's just a mess. So actually waking up on time to eat breakfast and have my tea which is what I used to do every morning and it was lovely. Got to get back to that. Um, but really 
really um, knowing my knowing my limit and knowing that I'm in the place to where I need to reestablish these things is important. So if you feel like you're in a place right now where your life's kind of chaotic and you feel like you don't have any set routines, you feel like you're forgetting to eat all the time or you're just working way too hard, uh, maybe look at your morning and night routine and see if they are underdeveloped or seeing what you might, might be able to tweak to make the rest of your day easier. Because again, it is so crucial to have a good morning and to have a good night because that really does um, determine how the rest of your day goes. So those are things that I recognize for myself personally that I need to do. Um, and yeah, so if you are like me and you need to reestablish those, we can do it together. Okay, another um, kind of social, like uh, social cliche that I hear a lot is the grind, like grind culture that makes you feel bad about being a human that needs rest. Uh, yeah, okay, this is why I want to talk about your work ethic speaks for itself because I may not do any freelancing work, say, okay, this is an example. Say I didn't do any freelance work for the next two weeks. Like I didn't do, like I didn't pitch to any more publications and I just didn't do anything for the next two weeks. First off, I still have two stories that would come out because I already did them, but not only that, um, I, my work ethic speaks for itself in the sense that I may not be always working, but my work ethic is still there. I still have a strong work ethic. I still do things with excellence. That doesn't mean just because I'm resting that my work ethic goes away. That just means I'm resting. So I think it's important not to make those two things synonymous, working and your work ethic. They're two separate things. You cannot be working and still have a good work ethic or you can have a poor work ethic and be working. Like, it, those two things are not synonymous. So I think this whole grind culture that tells us that we have to go, go, go 24-7, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you don't wanna work a nine to five, you wanna work from sunup to sundown. Yeah, if you have any people like that in your life, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you to cut them out. I'm just gonna tell you maybe, maybe mute them for like a few days and see if your life improves. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with needing a break. Oh my god, we are human beings. Of course we need a break. And so I think that's important to realize in this season is that social media or society or your classmates or the people that you go to work with, they may convey this message that you have to go 24-7, but I'm here to reassure you that no, you do not. You can get some rest. You can take time on the weekends. Um, to not think about work or school if, if you can do that um, and if you can't do that try and see if you can change up your schedule to do that um, make sure like if you have assignments that are due on the weekend see if you can get them done Thursday Friday towards the end of the work week or if you have you know work that you have to do on the weekend see if you can make a very very tight schedule to where it's only a couple hours within the weekend and not the whole entire weekend so just see if there are little things they don't have to be huge things, even the little things help. See if you can do that to try and kind of rearrange your weekend life to allow the weekend to really be a time for rest. You know, we've got two days on the weekend. Well, we have like Friday evening and then we have Saturday, Sunday. And Sunday, part of it is spent preparing for the next week. But we have, basically we don't have that much time, but really use that time um, strategically to get rest or to do things that you enjoy. Um, I don't know, whatever it is, if you want to like go out for coffee on the weekend or if you want to do something, just um, really try and change up your schedule to allow yourself to do that, okay? Um, and I want to also say look for the warning signs that you're at your wit's end. For me, oh, 
I, like I said, I haven't been eating three meals a day or I haven't been really taking care of like diet wise. I have not been eating as much as I should be. And yeah, so that is like a warning sign for me, but there are other warning signs. You may be unmotivated to get out of bed or you may always feel fatigued or you may be cranky or you're just not taking care of yourself. Like, I don't know if it's hygienically or maybe you're just like self-care things that you used to do, you don't do anymore. So just look for those warning signs for you. Cause like I said, everyone is different, but Take, take heed to those warning signs and don't allow yourself to really get to the point where it can give you a health scare or where it can really be um, jeopardizing your overall mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual health, okay? I'm saying that to myself. I'm saying that to you. We really got to take care of ourselves. No matter how busy we get, we can't neglect ourselves because the thing is, is that if you, if you can't take care of yourself, um, then you're, you can't be good to anything else. You can't be good to other people if you're not good to yourself, okay? So, again, I'm saying that to myself. Um, and like I said, this, this, the past few weeks have been really, really busy, and I've really been neglecting taking care of myself, and that's going to change, okay? And what I've realized is that it's really hard to take care of yourself when you're too tired. That's just the bottom line. When you're too tired, when you get done with school and work, you don't feel like pampering yourself. You don't feel like cooking. You don't feel like doing anything. And so you start to neglect yourself. And so I really want to work on rest so that I won't be too tired to take care of myself. So that's a priority for me in this season is to rest. Yes, resting can be a priority and no that does not make you lazy okay and another thing that i want to say is that sometimes there's this fear of that if you rest or if you say no to things that you'll be missing out on opportunities or you'll be missing out on life and i just want to attack that thought process by saying there is no such thing as missing out on an opportunity that is for you okay the will for your life will not be voided because you need rest. Opportunities that are for you will not pass you by because you need rest. If it's for you, then it's for you. There's nothing that you can do to jeopardize that. If it's for you, it's going to happen. And so if you need rest in this season, don't think that, oh, if I get rest, then I'm gonna miss out on things and I won't be where I'm supposed to be at in life. Nope, we are in insane times right now, insane. We are dealing with so much um nothing is when we say you know we're getting back to normal i'm like i don't really understand what people think is about to happen even after you know vaccinations are you know at higher rates we have still we have endured so much this past year that there i don't think there's such thing as going back to normal or going back to what was before people have lost loved ones people have lost jobs people have had to just change the complete trajectory of their life so even if you know things reopen there I, I don't think there's such thing as going back to normal right now i think that we are we need to respect the fact that we have endured so much the past year and that's just coronavirus there are other things that we've endured and there are things personally in your life i'm sure you've been through if you're listening to this but there's just so much that's been going on so if you need rest oh my goodness do not beat yourself up about it and feel bad we have been through a lot and so i just want to wrap up all of this by saying um Again, if you're not a follower of Christ, that's fine. But one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew 11:28, which says, this is Jesus talking. <laughs> he says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. He said, I will give it to you. So that implies that it is, it is something he's giving to us. It is a gift, okay? If someone gave me a gift and I didn't use it, that might be a little offensive to them. 
if someone gave me a great present and I was like, oh wow, thank you so much. It's so beautifully wrapped. It's so, you know, you thought of it so, it was so well thought of and you really took your time and you picked it out just for me. And then I just shoved the gift under my bed and it doesn't see the light of day. That, what does that really communicate? Okay, it's the same thing. Rest is a gift. When you have the opportunity to rest, when you have the opportunity to set boundaries for yourself and you don't take it, that's like rejecting a gift from the best person who could have ever given it to you. So I'm telling you in this season to not feel bad if you need to rest. You know your limits, you know what that looks like, you know what you can and you can't handle. You're not a superhuman, okay? I know that a lot of us are Marvel fans. I'm a, a huge Marvel fan. Um, if I could be Storm or Black Widow or something for a day, I totally would, but we are not superheroes, okay? Nobody's asking you to save the day. So give yourself, be a superhero to yourself. Stop trying to be a superhero to everybody else. Be a superhero to yourself and go to sleep. Be a superhero to yourself and turn off your phone at night if you need to. Be a superhero to yourself, Sierra, and eat three times a day. So yes, I like I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I'm pointing at myself this whole podcast. But I thought this would be helpful because again, when I was sharing that on social media, so many people messaged me and said they were, they were relating and going through the same thing, which is why I wanted to make this episode. But I really hope that this was helpful for you and I hope that you get rest this week or whenever you're listening to this. I hope that you have time to wind down, things do things that you enjoy and just take a break from life. Okay? I will talk to you all in two weeks in episode 22 of the podcast. Again, go listen to Becoming Her podcast. Check out their whole Beauty Defined series that they've been doing and make sure you listen to the episode that I'm on that just came out as well. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.